Eagle looking great. Here we go. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Sci-Fi Wise Guys. My name is Chris. And my name is Anthony. What up, big dog? Oh, you know, living the dream. Uh, <laughs> it's warm. Yeah, I know. I'm, 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 I think I'm trying to do, like, break my consecutive streak of sleeveless shirts from 2021. Uh-oh. I don't know if you remember, oh. but when we were recording uh, back in 21, mm-hmm. which was at that point the hottest month I had ever it had ever been since I'd owned right. a home, my air conditioner wasn't really working that well. I didn't wear sleeves almost at all on pretty much any of our pods. Um, yeah. So this is week, like, seven. No sleeves. Week so, seven. Yeah. <laughs> No, no, uh, you didn't wear sleeves in Vegas? No, no, just on the pod. Just on the oh, pod. Oh, just on the pod. Oh, yeah, I thought pod. you meant like in general. No. <laughs> I was like, oh, all no, right. No, I knew a guy. Who, I think I might have told the story. His name was Noe, and he never wore sleeves in high school, so we used to call him No Sleeves Noe. That was allowed? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> yeah. But he like worked out, but he only worked out his biceps. Of so course. He had, like he had really, really nice buys. Sure. But he just never wore any sleeves. So I, was I did hating. the same thing my senior year. Worked out my biceps, did not work out my triceps, <laughs> did some crunches and some running. Other than that, all biceps, all just curls, just curls. Yeah, just hundred curls, curls a day. Curls for the girls, thighs and then I'd for get the a, guys. Get those shirts that were just like a little, a little tight right there on the sleeve. <laughs> yeah, before you know, that's what, what my, uh, that's what my uh, Willie's Wonderland shirt does. Is it catches? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's uh, <laughs> an interesting, inter- interestingly fit shirt, like the way or cut. I don't know what you call. It's interesting. So uh, it's yeah. uh, it's a good shirt though. I should have yeah. wore it. You know, it's a good shirt. What Ninja Turtles? Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Do you own a Ninja Turtle shirt that you're not I wearing have, right now? Uh, I, I I wear that green tank all the time for the pod. Mm. You just like you just only ever see it from this part. Oh, so I never see that it's turtles. Yeah, so I have one or... turtle shirt, but it's long sleeve. Uh, and I think really also that. technically pajamas. <laughs> but I wear it. It doesn't. That doesn't yeah. stop me. Yeah, uh, but no, it's long sleeve. And I was like, "Oh, I'll wear this." And then uh, I close the door of my office, and uh, it gets warm. And I mean, um, if you want to yeah. be technical, yeah, any kind of clothes can be pajamas. But yeah, this one, <laughs> this one came in a set, you know. Oh, so oh, 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 with matching with matching, with matching bottoms. <laughs> yeah, you know, is that Fair whole enough. bit? Uh, look, man. Um, are we moving releases to Tuesdays? Uh no oh okay I was I was down I was I was ready to record yesterday but we we can release it to Sundays have become very bad for me Mm. Sundays have become very bad for me that's fine we can we can can release on Tuesday I don't it's not a uh, I'm trying to sorry I'm getting a little housekeeping out of the Mm. way it's not necessarily because of like scheduling it's just energy level Mm. and like what I can bring you know like if we record on Sunday morning that is that is a boring podcast that's me going uh huh. Yeah, I liked the redesigns. Yeah, they're pretty good. Um, Fair. Yeah, they, you know, it was a fun experience. Um, now, nah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I think I think we'll get back on our uh, recording a week ahead of time, and Monday will be fine. Although I have recently streamlined my editing process and cut out a bunch of a uh, bunch of time, so uh, we'll be able to be able to get this stuff going. Um, so, do you do you know what month it is? Uh, it is the eighth month of the year 2023 of someone's Lord. It is the 39th and, and a half, half year anniversary of the Ninja Turtles franchise. And you know what? I'm not going to, you know, 
I'm not going to get real. We're not going to get real accurate on what that half means. It's approximately 39 and a half years since March of 1984. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so we're celebrating Ninja Turtles Month. Yeah, uh, they really. made it easy to celebrate because they released a new movie for the first time in, I think, 2009 was the last. Oh, no. I just completely, completely erased the Michael Bay movies from my <laughs> from my <laughs> animated. From my Fox. These are the last They're animated gone. ones released. The last animated one. Yeah, 2009, yeah. Recovery. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, so Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles... Mutant Mayhem released mm. this past week. It, I think it was supposed to release on the 4th, and then it released like two days early. I see on this poster it also says August 2nd, so I, I'm not sure. My notes definitely said the 4th for most of it. This is a cool poster. I don't remember them using skateboards the entire movie. That's correct. So uh, this is yep. definitely... I, I only saw one person skateboarding. It was not the Turtles. Yeah. Well, I take that back. I saw one mutant skateboarding. Mm. Let me rephrase this. New Paul Rudd? Sure, if that's who that <laughs> that's who the voice actor was. Yes, that was Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Rudd has joined the the Turtle verse. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Mutant Mayhem. Uh, let's uh, let's get some facts out of the way, and then let's uh, let's talk about the movie. Maybe we can talk about the turtles in general uh, for the month. Yeah. We are going to be hitting up uh, some other turtle properties, uh, including the original live action movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, right up next. Uh, so we'll have plenty of time to talk about the turtles uh, throughout the month. Uh, but let's knock out some facts first. This movie. Well, hold on. Here on the Sci-Fi Wise Guys, oh, we watch no. and review science, science fiction and science fiction adjacent movies, television shows, and apparently animated films. Yes. Uh, you forgot to theater. introduce us. This was well, on you? We went at, <laughs> that open Marin just went off for a little longer than I thought it would. Uh, uh, sure. I said turtles, sure. and then you were like, do you want to start releasing on Tuesdays? And Yeah. You went, so, well, you, went, you skipped the small talk, and so I'm I was not, trying to bring it back. I was making I, the small talk, whatever. and then... <laughs> Look, this you film know, y- year four still trying to figure out how to do a podcast. <laughs> this film follows the Turtle Brothers as they work to earn the love of New York City while facing down an army of mutants. Um, this is actually the highest rated Ninja Turtles movie on IMDb at a seven point six. And uh, I didn't check all the movies because I forgot about the Michael Bay ones, but I feel pretty confident in what I just said. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, sitting at an unweighted mean of 7.4. So our median is in there, 7, 8. Uh, pretty uh, look, looking like, oh, not quite like an ET, but it's, uh, what is it, 29% of the ratings at an 8, uh, 20% at a 7, 16 and a half at 10, 14 at 9, and then a spattering of things 6 and below. Over on our least favorite aggregate movie aggregate score website, if that's the, did I use those words in the right order? Uh, it's got a 96% on the tomato meter, certified fresh, and a 92% audience score. Uh, critics consensus with its unique visual style and a story that captures the franchise's appeal, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem is an animated treat for the whole family. And then uh, Metacritic, 74 Generally favorable reviews based on 46 critic reviews and a user score 5.0 based on 88 reviews. 91% of Google users like this movie. Yeah, yeah sure. And then over on Letterboxd, uh, sitting at a 3.8. So what is that? Uh, 7.6? Yeah, so right around the same as uh, IMDb or Metacritic. 
Um, a little bit of a better blurb here. Uh, after years of being sheltered from the human world, the Turtle Brothers set out to win the hearts of New Yorkers and be accepted as normal teenagers through heroic acts. Their new friend, April O'Neil, helps them take on a mysterious crime syndicate, but they soon get in over their heads when an army of mutants is unleashed upon them. Accurate. Yeah. Accurate. Pretty good. Accurate. I actually Accurate really like that All the blur. way around. Yeah. yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. I'm going to introduce a new segment later. Prepare yourself. All right. <laughs> Chris. Fair enough. What's up, my dude? What did you think of this movie? What were your initial opinions, thoughts, feelings? So let's turn back the clock to an unspecified day, either the either last year or early this year, when this movie was announced. And if I remember right, like the promotional art was released first, and I was like, man, like I don't know. Like I just like I don't know if like I dig what they're trying to do here in the trailer. I was like, meh. Not that I didn't have any faith in the in Seth Rogen's producing, or um, I, I don't even know who the directors are. Like, well, let me pull back up here. Jeff Rowe, I don't know who that is. Kyler Spears, no idea. Um, not familiar with their work, really. Um, looks like Disenchantment, Gravity Falls. Oh, no, that's writer. Uh, director, two credits. Uh, Mitchell's versus the Machines and Turtles. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what that is. Uh, mm. And then Kyler Spears as a director. Amphibia, the TV series. I don't know what that is. Uh, looks like another animated. Lots of, lots of animated. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's been in an art department for several things. Looks like they've uh, cool. teamed up before in different roles. So, but, yeah. Which is cool. I'm not, not hating. Um, and I remember hearing about all the, the, the collaborators. Ice Cube, um, the aforementioned Paul Rudd. Mm -hmm. a couple others um and i was just it's it's not that i was nervous for the movie i think i was really nervous for what i was going to think of the art um in general not not just the the art style um i do have to say i watched it on saturday afternoon 220 at our local one of our local movie theaters and i actually i really enjoyed it i had a lot of fun there was definitely a lot of nostalgia which was cool. They introduced, I don't want to say new stuff, maybe like a new perspective. Um, I don't know how well this movie is going to age. There's a lot of like Gen Z stuff in it, which sure. not saying anything bad about Gen Z. Zoomers, okay. Put your phones down. Um, you know, it's cool. We're d I'm down. I'm down. Um, sure. There's just like a lot sure of... Sure you um, are, boomer. Uh, there's just a lot of um, references like, I mean, it's the same thing with the other movies, like especially the first Ninja Turtles movie, like, you know, the the Domino's delivery thing. Like, I don't, they, I don't think that exists anymore. Sure. Uh, but we'll talk about the art, the art direction later, I think. Sure. Um, yeah. yeah. But overall, I had a really fun time. I laughed a lot. I, I saw it with our mutual friend, Kel. There were a lot of kids in the theater, which is cool because... For a, a for a movie based on a comic book, to, from what I remember correctly, was an extremely violent comic book. Oh yeah, the, this has somehow become a young adult slash kids franchise, which again is cool because those kids have to have parents. <laughs> okay, <laughs> someone's got to take them to the movies, um, and so like I think that if you like the turtles. I think you'll really enjoy this movie if you're able to look at it objectively. I feel, I don't necessarily think a lot of people would say that, <laughs> judging by some of the one-star reviews I saw you looking at earlier. But I think overall, I had a lot of fun. I really liked it. How about you? What are your initial thoughts and opinions? I loved it. 
full stop. Um, I, I, I love the turtles. I like almost every interpretation of the turtles with like one and a half exceptions. I, uh, obviously I grew up watching the, the eighties, nineties cartoon. Um, I was, I remember watching the, the next cartoon when it came out like every morning on Saturday the, in 2003. Um, and as an adult in my late twenties, uh, the, the cartoon after that, the CGI one buying the DVDs cause I didn't have cable. So I could watch turtles, you know, recently I've talked about it on the, on the pod. I had a, uh, I had a not a heart attack. I did not have a heart attack. However, I still went to the ER just in case. Uh, and when I got home after seven hours in the ER, the first thing I did was put in the Ninja Turtles movie, 1987 or whatever, and watched most of it before falling asleep. Um, so I, I love the turtles. I love ev- pretty much every interpretation of them. And these, this interpretation, Seth Rogen, Evan, was it? Uh, I'm going to always want to say Evan... Evan Goldsmith, Goldberg, and Goldberg and Jeff, and Jeff Rowe, Rowe, who also directed um, this interpretation of it, is fantastic. Uh, I think it's it's super unique, while not really changing who the characters are. Uh, you know, you talked about some of the the slang and the gen, the quote unquote Gen Z ness of it, but well, they're teenagers. They're teenagers. They're fifteen yeah. year olds, right? Like <laughs> literally, I think the the first descriptive word in the title is teenage. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and this might be. As far as the movies are concerned, this is the first one where they feel like teenagers. Like, even in the original ones, like they're goofy, but they're huge, uh, bulky. I mean, they're not tall, but they're they're bulky and built, and they can go do whatever. And they're a little emotionally immature, but they're not really of the world. If that if that makes sense, and they get a little, little more. Uh, well, I, I typecast not typecast, but they get more flanderized as those movies went on. But in the first one, I feel like. It's not that so much that they're of the world, but they are like very like they actively go out into the world and do good. Sure. In the first movie, in this one, they do not. Like it seems like they are far more like not necessarily exposed, but mm-hmm. I don't like they're I don't see them as teenagers in the first movie like at yeah. all. Like they're probably in their like for me it would be their early twenty or like early to mid twenties. Right. And they're supposed they, to be fifteen, sixteen years old. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah. Yeah. So. No, really, really liked it. Um, I, I really, I, I, I don't know where to start <laughs> with talking about <laughs> it. Um, I think it's really, really cool that they got actual teenage kids to voice them uh, instead of just adult adult voice actors. I think that adds something to it for sure. The voices matched the face. The performances were great. Uh, the art style, like I'd, I've obviously I'd seen like one trailer and I'd seen still shots of the art style, but seeing it in motion in the movie, like the kind of hand drawnness of the hand drawn look to it, I guess uh, it, it caught me off guard and I, I liked it pretty much right away. Like we're in Baxter Stockman's uh, spoilers for the first two minutes of the movie. We're in Baxter Stockman's lab and I'm like, Oh cool. Like the, like the squirrely, like uh, squirrely bits on the, uh, on the wall when there's an explosion, it's like somebody drew over it, uh, you know, just took a pencil and, and scribbled. Uh, it looks really, really cool. Um, I, I don't know if that takes more or less effort <laughs> when it comes to the computer generated <laughs> art. Right. Like I have yeah. no idea. Like if this was all hand drawn, uh, in the traditional 2D sense, maybe that takes less effort and it's a quick thing, but I don't know. I have no idea. I know uh, more recently, um, uh, the Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse or whatever it was across the Spider-Verse. Upon um, Spider-Verse. What is it? I don't know. I'm just, yeah. 
I said I upon. Remember. Upon the, the Spider-Verse Strikes Back, whatever it's called. <laughs> yeah, the return of the Spider-Verse. <laughs> um, <laughs> they, uh, I know that took a lot of time because of how much the animation changes throughout and all the different styles and whatnot. This is more consistent. So I, I'd be very interested to learn what that process was like, uh, especially since they've pretty much, I mean, they've set us up for a sequel for sure. Art style, the voice acting, uh, the music choice, especially the licensed music, really, really good. Um, I like that we got five seconds of uh, Vanilla Ice. That was fantastic. <laughs> um, the story and plot, good. It's fine, right? It's more about the characters than it is the the actual plot of fighting the villain, right? Even in the original one, it's, yeah, Shredder's cool. He's got all the blades and blah, blah, blah. Uh, but uh, it's really about the turtles overcoming and here's this guy that hurt our family and blah, blah, blah. More, It's kind of a revenge plot when you think about it. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, this one's not quite a revenge plot, but still uh, it, it does the characters well. Um, what, did, what did you think about the construction thereof? Uh, when it came to the animation, um, like... I. Our friend Kel, I, like, the metaphor wasn't spot on, but I really liked where he was going. Mm. He said, he's like, yeah, man, it, I, it really reminded me of Borderlands. The problem is the Borderlands, while not cell-shaded, like yeah. gives a lot of people the impression of cell-shaded, but it, it is highly stylized. And like the asymmetrical look of a lot of the human characters was really interesting. Like, um, I don't like the, what's her face, the evil doctor lady Cynthia Utrop. yeah she's like so all the humans including April O'Neil all look weird and I wonder if that's an artistic choice like the mutants are all like yeah they look freaky or whatever sure. but for the most part they're all symmetrical like in terms of their face like they don't like their jaw like the right side of their jaw isn't here and then the left right. side of their jaw is in here um like they're not abstract. Like I, uh, uh, I think he said Picasso meets Borderlands. I think was the word he used or the, okay, the metaphor I see he that. used. Yeah, it's not. Um, I don't feel like it's one hundred percent accurate, but it gets yeah, in the ballpark for sure. Yeah, yeah. Like all the the one of the things I thought was really cool was the lighting effects. Like whenever they showed light instead of it just broadcasting the light. I mean, sure, mm -hmm. you, it was there with the shadows it was illuminated, but, like, but there was um, a scene where like there was a something was on the ground flashing and it had like. It was doing this, yeah. Like, it, it, like you would in a comic broad, book. Yeah. yeah, instead of broadcasting light, it was like a bunch of arcs alternating on different angles. I thought that was very neat. Oh, um, yeah. a, a big, a, a big, big, big moment in this film is when they're shake when they're doing the shakedown mm. and they're shaking down all those gangsters, and it's all the choreography is the same for all of for all of the turtles. They like they. I don't know who the first one is, but they break into some pool hall or something. And I think it's Leo in the front. And then he starts fighting and then it switches perspective to the, another turtle, but he's doing the exact same fight choreography. And this, and while, while they're rotating yeah. the quote unquote camera um, and the scenes, this like the locations change around them, the thugs change around them, everything. And it's just one kid. Like it, I wouldn't say it's continuous, but it's one can, sequence that just keeps moving while the camera is moving around them while everything changes i thought it was really freaking cool oh yeah um the uh you know the music uh <laughs> um <laughs> you know i didn't i don't know some of those songs but that's okay you know it's um it is what it is you know things change but uh in terms of how the the i thought the sound design was really neat the voice acting was really interesting um 
I st- like I don't like I, some of these people are adults. I don't know who they are. Like I like I think Rose Byrne. I think I know who that is. She was in a, a Neighbors, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she was in Neighbors uh, and Bridesmaids. Yeah, yeah, I know who she is. I thought all the voice actors were great. Um, he's talking about the plot being like really not that important. Um, it. I felt like I was sitting. Uh, I was like rewound back in time mm. to like 1991, and I'm sitting on the floor in the townhouse in the Philippines on the floor, like on the floor watching an episode of the animated cartoon show or the, the animated turtle cartoon. Um, like just the weird wacky, like, Oh, so this villain is stealing a bunch of these crazy top secret parts and he's going to build a machine. That's going to turn every animal into a mutant. Cool. (laughs) That's it. I feel like that's exactly what would happen, um, in that show. Um, I, I don't, Overall, like I, I liked everything about it. Yeah, like I really did. Um, maybe it may not have been enough wrath. <laughs> sure, I felt like they were you pretty know. equal in all the turtles. I just, you know, like it's they a all little, had growth. They all contributed. I just wanted to be able to come on this podcast and say it's a little too wrath. Uh, <laughs> that's the that might be the best scene in any turtles movie. Yeah, a little too wrath. Yeah, uh, I did like. Uh, in, you mentioned like the fighting scene. That's when No Diggity plays. Love that whole bit. Really, really mm-hmm. good. Uh, that's, I think it's also like right before that, or maybe the, the fight scene right before that's where we get a little bit of Vanilla Ice. But my yep. favorite, favorite, I don't know, visual gag or bit or whatever in the movie is uh, when they're making their plan about how they're going to, you know, defeat Superfly, whoever that is, and win the hearts and minds of New York so that they don't have to live in the sewers uh, for the rest of their life. Uh, it's all hand-drawn, like they're drawing out the plan, and their car- like their drawn versions of themselves look like what I would draw as a kid drawing the original 1984 <laughs> cartoon. Like, yeah. just this weird kind of parentheses with a shape on top. Like It was, it was really, really funny uh, with the shape on top, the little shape. Mm. Um, Why did we have to find the one fruit that shaped exactly like my head? <laughs> uh, Donatello asking more than once, "Why do I just have a stick?" Uh, was was pretty good, and then the stick being like clutch in one scene, like, "Oh, we need this." Uh, it was pretty good. Um, He's using my stick against me. <laughs> uh, I, I I don't know. I mean, I love the redesigned. Uh, the redesigned turtles. I really like any incarnation of them where they don't just look the same with different colored headbands. I'm a big fan of like, you know, different shades of green, different sizes, that type of thing. Movie Bueno, love it. Um, you know, you, you talk about like some of the slang and stuff, maybe not, I don't know, lasting, you know, but not aging well. Well, I mean, it's just like, like period pieces, Right, sure. movies that are movies that are designed for a specific time frame. Like I don't know if you consider them ageless or not, but like movies that aren't like that when they like Die Hard. Yeah, the original Die Hard from nineteen whatever. Um, that movie doesn't work in two thousand and twenty three. You know, because cell phones. Yeah, because someone just whips out a cell phone <laughs> and it's like you know, hey man, there's these guys here and yeah. You know, they, oh, uh, you know, there's a throwaway uh, plot line about how they opened up a cell phone jammer before yeah, they did it. Through, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Um, I find that it's that's a for a while there, and it's still not, it doesn't isn't as big. But horror movies and action films coming up with ways to write off cell phones. <laughs> oh, there's no service out here. 
oh, there's yeah. a storm, so there's no service. I'm like, man, that does not. Doesn't. <laughs> this is getting less and less realistic. Oh, I, but I, I don't know, man. I think that the movie is made for teenagers. It should appeal to teenagers. And when, yeah. And then and people who grew up in this version of the Turtles and, and the current Nickelodeon cartoons or whatever will still watch this forever, just like I watched the one from the 80s forever, you know? Yeah. Um, it, I think it's perfectly fine. And really, between this movie and the Barbie movie, which I also saw last week, the Barbie movie is the only one that had slang that I didn't understand right away. <laughs> I had to figure it out through context clues. Uh, and that's that definitely a- not made for teenage boys, so I have no idea. <laughs> God, that was such a good movie. It's really good. Um, we can uh, we we got Ninja Turtle Month. We can't talk about Barbie um, <laughs> for a couple hours. There, I was just really into Zack Snyder's cut of Justice League. Yeah. <laughs> um, any, the Godfather. <laughs> Let's moving past it. Moving past it. Uh, um, do you think so? Do you know who the Utrams are? No. Okay. You know, I'm not familiar you know, with their work. <laughs> no, okay. You know Krang, yeah, the little brain guy, right? So in the in the comics, um, and then later in the in one of the cartoon series, um, at least the 2003 one, maybe the other one as well. Um, you, you have the Utrams, which look like Krang. They're little brain blobby things, right? Krang's based on them. And in this in this movie, the villain, the head of TCRI, is her last name is Utram. Mm. So I don't know if that's supposed to be telling that she's an alien or. They're just putting in a reference. Not sure. Wasn't there some confusion about the Krang? Because, like, I remember, like, when I was a little kid watching the cartoon, I was like, okay, cool, Krang's the brain. But I remember, like, there was a comic book where there was a whole bunch of, like, the bodies, oh, and they okay. called them Krangs. I think in the 2000, one of the newer cartoons called them all Krangs instead of Utrops yeah. or something like that. Interesting. Yeah. Just to Continuity make it. Here. Oh, I mean, they're all their own continuity. Who gives a crap? <laughs> Um, like the uh, the scientist in Ninja Turtles Two, Secret of the Ooze, was yeah. originally an Utrom. Was originally supposed mm. to be one of those aliens, and then they uh, they nixed it because they thought it'd be too uh, too confusing with uh, too high level. Krang. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, and also you know Peter Laird and Kevin Eastman fought for Bebop and Rock City to not be in that movie because they hated him so much. But that's a whole other thing. Whole, other I was actually thing. when when we were walking out of the theater, Kel was like, "Man, I, that was really fun." He's like, "Did was it weird that like Bebop had turtle shells, turtle on his, shells? for his pauldrons?" And I was like, "You know, it was really weird the fact that Tokar and Razar weren't there, Kel. That's mm. what I thought was really weird." <laughs> Babies, it's interesting. Um, I don't know, man. The rights for the original cartoon are all weird, like like the licensing for different products and different things. So it's, it's cool. They even got bebop and rocksteady. <laughs> um, and the, like, and it obviously designs that play pay homage to the eighties cartoon. Uh, it's a, uh, it's pretty good. I was not expecting the fly mutant to not be Baxter Stockman. I think that was, but it makes more sense. I like the origin story of it. Well, it's like, what's interesting about him is he had Baxter Stockman's hair. Yeah. Well, so. is, he, he probably used some of his own DNA and, yeah. When trying to build the mutagen or create the mutagen? Sure. Why yeah. not? Right? Yeah. Yeah. What happened to Baxter Stockman? Dude, who knows, man? It's been 15 years. In the next movie, they'll find him in a lab somewhere making <laughs> mousers. I don't know, man. Yeah. I don't know what you do with him at this point. <laughs> I don't think. Mousers. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, heck I, not, man. When, um, in, in the cartoon, when, they, when they're fighting those mousers or whatever, and Raphael gets the head, he's yeah. like bouncing it off his arm. 
Yeah. Like, I remember like seeing a, that as a little kid. And I was like, that's the coolest <laughs> fucking thing I've ever seen. And so I just learned how to do it watching Ninja Turtles. Nice. Uh, so I, I do that now. Oh, yeah. Would you have a mouser head that you just kind of bounce? No, just any kind of ball. Oh, okay. 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 <laughs> Especially with like a softball or like a small kickball or something. I'm just yeah. like, bloop, bloop. It's fun. I like, uh, they kept teasing us with the turtle van and then not following through. <laughs> like they, they drive more than one van that gets utterly destroyed. It is definitely not the turtle van. Uh, even, and the have, second one even had similar colors to the old turtle van and then got utterly destroyed. Did you have the turtle van when you were a little kid? I did not have the turtle van. No, I, I had one of the, I had like a monster truck that Bebop or Rocksteady drove or maybe mm. both, but I didn't have the turtle van. No, I wasn't, uh, man. My little brother was breaking stuff. I wouldn't have been able to keep that van anyways. <laughs> my na- When I lived in Houston for a little bit, my neighbor John had the turtle van. I had a Leonardo that would back f- that would flip. Oh, you yeah, could, yeah, yeah. You would put him down I and like, kind of like cuff him in half or whatever and then mm-hmm. let go and he would backflip. I don't remember which turtle it was, but I did have those. And I, I had two of them that were turtles and then you... Like just like normal looking turtles, and then you like pop them open and like like a transformer oh, oh, transform okay. them into the like they mutate. I remember those. Yeah, yeah those were really yeah. cool. I remember I had a couple of those. I just um, I, had, I had Michelangelo in the samurai outfit. Oh, like from Turtles Three, the movie, or well, I I think it's from the car. It was like the cartoon, one of the cartoon ones. Ninja Turtles. That, toys. and then I, I had a bunch of the off-brand GI Joes. Oh, the core. Yeah, the cores, the hard yeah. cores or whatever, and those were of course different types of foot soldiers. So I didn't actually have a foot soldiers. Um, I think recently I saw, you know, cause like the, it's, I hate it so much. Uh, the, the toys of our childhood being repackaged and sold to us at seven times the price, but at the same quality. Um, but I actually saw Leo. it was like a set of like five foot soldiers or something like that with different weapons and stuff. And it was like, yeah, that's what you needed as a kid because you, you need to, you know, you need the turtles and then you need a bunch of foot soldiers. Maybe it was just Leo. Oh, that's a that's a cool looking, that's a cool looking samurai turtle thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so overall, worth the price of subscription. If y'all are listening to this, go watch this movie in the theater. Worth the price of admission. Admission, I guess. <laughs> well, I have point. a movie subscription, the movie uh, pass or whatever, or whatever. I see. That's movie pass, but whatever the Cinemark one is. Movie club. Uh, movie club. Yeah, something like that. So I mean, both, both yeah. worth the price of a large popcorn. Yeah, no, I'd, I I would totally recommend this film. I might see it uh, again for a variety of reasons. Like we didn't even really talk about like I I think the most interesting change was the fact that Splinter is just a rat. Like he's not yeah. he he wasn't the pet of a ninja master. Oh yeah, like um Yoshi. like in the original and like the comics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just a rat, and the way he taught them jujitsu <laughs> is YouTube tutorial. <laughs> YouTube tutorials, which is like more or less probably like the funniest thing that I think I've seen. Like VHS tapes, yeah, in a long time. Yeah, it was really good. Like, I mean, these are the top ten ninjutsu tricks right here, bro. (laughs) Well, then they just practiced them over and over again, right? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it makes sense. I, I, yeah, I don't know. I guess that's the biggest origin change is him not being related to the Shredder in any way through Yamato Yoshi or whatever. Yeah. I mean, uh, he might be like in the sequel, we might find yeah. out something crazy about it or whatever. It might, but might like, flip around. I don't know. Yeah. It, it's going to be interesting if they do, they do a sequel. I feel like this movie was written. I mean, we have, I mean, spoilers 
if y'all aren't, if y'all are still listening, I'm just going to keep spoiling things from here on out. <laughs> we have the mid credit scene where the, where they show the tre- the shredder and he's going to come to the city or whatever. He's being hired to do a job. Um, but at the end, of, by the end of the movie, all the other mutants are living with them in the sewers. Yeah, maybe temporarily, maybe permanently, and. Uh, Master Splinter is dating the cockroach mutant blob thing, and it's, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's weird. Like I just don't know how. Like, and they're out, and the, the turtles are going to high school because they're accepted by society, even though they still live in a sewer. Which means, yeah, I, I don't know how that that, that child protective well. services get involved. Yeah, really. At what point like, does do they have social security numbers? Like, they have to get. Are, I mean, they they're natural born citizens, right? So they have to. Are they? They were born in America. Are were they? Yeah, because they were baby turtle. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I assume. I, I don't know. There's a lot. There's a lot of. There's a, you know. There's a lot of um, hand waving. Are you saying that doing. if then the Dream Act went away, it impacted them? No, I'm just. I'm just, like. I mean, what if they're Canadian? You don't know. Uh, what if they're Canadian. <laughs> Jeez. Where's Venus? Oh, first of all, um, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Oh, Venus was the that, worst. Where's that robot turtle? What's his name? Oh, that'll show up eventually. Yeah. I'm sure. No, I, I, I think the choice to have all the mutants like live together was because one thing about this movie that I, th- I think that really will appeal to a lot of teenagers. I mean, people in general. Um, it's just like the desire for acceptance. Mm. You know yes. what I mean? Like that's like that's the whole point. Is that they're still like they are kids. They're quote unquote freaks. Mm-hmm. Well, the and mutants. So, mutants. Yeah. Well, no, no, that's what I'm saying. Like people see them as oh, sure. quote unquote freaks, and I think a lot of people feel that way. Like, yeah, the people people that go to my school think I'm a freak because I want to be a news reporter or whatever. And so, like the making the movie about acceptance and finding the family that you want to have. Like, you know, not the family you're born with, but the family that you make. I think it's a really good message. I actually kind of dig the idea that, like, Bebop and Rocksteady aren't villains, right? Because they don't sure. really need to be. Like, maybe mm. the Shredder hires them, and that's how they become villains. And, and maybe that's, like, an added layer to the rest of the, like, the next movie, which is, like, maybe. well, we're friends, but we got to make a living in our own special way or whatever. But... Um, well, yeah, but just not, because you're not down with destroying all of humanity doesn't mean you're a good person. Like, there's, yeah. like, I feel like there's lots of people who would just do terrible things or be criminals or whatever in everyday life that yeah. wouldn't be like, oh no, I'm not nuking people. Like, there's lines, like, right? Yeah. <laughs> what was that? Was that movie The Rocketeer? Um, when the when the guy finds out that Sinclair's a Nazi, and he's like, look, man, I may be a gangster. But I'm an American. <laughs> I thought that was a uh, I thought that was a uh, a comic book thing, right? The Joker teams up with Red Skull or whatever. Oh no, that he happens was, too. Yeah, I was like, wait yeah. a minute, you're a Nazi? <laughs> that he just switches sides. <laughs> oh man, Joker is all about freedom, chaotic freedom, <laughs> chaotic freedom. Um, he is chaotic neutral. No, chaotic don't evil. you dare! <laughs> don't you dare! Uh, oh, evils that come. <laughs> I uh speaking of uh, the Joker, one of the movies I think we're gonna watch for Ninja Turtles month is Batman meets Batman and the Ninja Turtles. I don't know what the movie's called. Um, Batman, <clears throat> Batman verse Shredder, maybe Batman verse Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Do I think we're watching, we're watching that next. Mm, yeah, I've actually never seen this. 
Uh, is this one of the ones when Jensen Eccles is Batman? Ooh, I don't know. Let's find out. No. Nope, it's Troy Baker. Troy Baker is Joker. Uh, and Bruce Wayne and Batman. Oh. Yeah. He, it's Troy Baker. He voices everyone in the film. Yeah. It's a one-man show called Batman yeah. vs. He's <laughs> also the Ninja Turtles. He's also the king of laser ball. Um, <laughs> yes, he is. Uh, that's neat. No, so yeah. yeah, so we'll be watching that for next week. Uh, like I said, this is, uh, I think, I, yeah, I haven't seen this at all. I just, I just never got around to watching it for whatever reason. Maybe it was on a streaming service I just didn't have. I, I'm, I'm I not sure. On, I think it's on Max. Oh, is shout it? out, shout out to uh, HBO. You know, sure, you made a really weird business decision deciding to rename your streaming service to Max, but I gotta say. Mm-hmm. The app is 10 times better. Is it really? <laughs> oh my God, it's so good. The app is so much better than it used to be. Oh man. Like, I'm actually, like, it's impressive how good it actually is. Like, it's not as good as Netflix or Disney Plus, but it's still pretty freaking good. Uh, let's see. Streaming. What is it on? Uh, it. It's $3.99 to rent it. No, it's done. I'm looking forward to watching it. Uh, it's also, it's based on a comic miniseries, so... Uh, maybe I'll I'll try to track that down and give that a shot as well. Get a little extra perspective. Um, do you want? You know, I told you to uh, to be prepared because I was going to drop a new segment on you. But the, the further we're in, uh, the less the less I want to actually drop the new segment. Um, do it. So I'm gonna I'm gonna offer I'm gonna offer you the the do option. It. I'm gonna give you the choice, Christopher. Um, do you want to look at some one star reviews before you do that? Uh huh. <laughs> before you do the one star reviews. Um, wait. I'm going to offer you something. Okay. Do you want to name your idiot of the movie, or do you want to read your one-star reviews first? Oh, let's... uh, I think my idiot of the movie might be some of these one-star reviewers. (laughs) For on. That's on you. That's on me. No, I mean, idiot of the movie, probably anyone who bullies someone for having a nervous reaction while on camera. I see. And or possibly... Cynthia Utram for milking the turtles. <laughs> They're gonna milk you. I don't even have nipples. Um, mm. I've got nipples, Greg. Can you milk me? Um, I, my idiot of the movie is Thug Number Six. Thug Number Six, who's the guy who stole April O'Neil's moped oh, and camera. He ruined everything. Had he never done it, if he hadn't done his petty crime, Superflies. Uh, dream would have come true because they never would have they never would have fought that gang. April never would have found the research. She never would have found the 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 stuff stolen there. Never would have. Uh, it's a how you know. You're, house sure, cards. you're right. You're right. Who's your wise guy? Master Splinter, obviously. Mm. Always. He is wise. Yeah. Not for that. I like that he has a little bit of a character arc too. Like he, not for that fro. Not for that. Oh, the, the Jerry curl or whatever. Um, you know, man, I didn't mind the look. I look good. Uh, my wise guy, I think, is uh, Londo Gecko because he's the first mutant that really is like, you know, I'm not really down with destroying humanity. Like, You're I'm just like, not. Hey, maybe I shouldn't do this. Yeah. It's like, yeah, just, I'm a hench. You know, I'm not a genocider. It's just, yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah. Good points. Fair enough. <laughs> I was on Twitter or whatever. I refuse to call it by anything else. Um, and April O'Neil was trending. Mm. Uh oh. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I like that. Like that look. Uh, not that April O'Neil. The if April you know, the Turtles. April you, O'Neil. If you know, um, you know. 
and uh, for all of the reasons you think that she was trending, like oh, all, no. all of the negative ones. And I, I, I just I just got real upset. People who def- people who have a definitive version of a of a fictional character suck. <laughs> and people like, who are who have definitive versions of of, uh, of fictional characters uh, only when it comes to that character's appearance, ethnicity, race, skin tone, um, or all of the above, really, really suck. And I think I can leave it at that. I don't know if I need to get any more into it. It's kind of dumb. Oh, like yeah. it's real dumb. Like uh, I, I, I think there's like sometimes you could. We discussed this on Cursed. When I talked yeah. about yeah. talked about someone that I know that was really upset that King Arthur was apparently a, a black not man. white. Yeah, yeah. But like, um, so we're about if we whenever we watch Batman versus Ninja Turtles, reminds me of like when Liam Neeson played Ra's al Ghul. And it was like yeah. no one really got upset about that, even yeah. though Ra's al Ghul spoke. Like I don't even know where I don't. I'm not deep enough on the Batman Wikia <laughs> to know where, how, and when Ra's al Ghul is from. Like I assume he's from some part of the Middle East or Africa. Well, the the name? the name Raish or Raz is uh yeah Middle Eastern of some sort. It's Arabic or Jewish. Sure, who knows, right? Um, no, but no one got upset about that. No one was burning. No one was burning Twitter down, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, complaining that a white man portrayed a not white character. So, right. um, like the fact that people ever get like even get upset about it, like really, like if it's like definitive to the character, like maybe you could have an argument. Like if April O'Neil had to be a white brown haired woman in a yellow jumpsuit for a very specific reason to which <laughs> I cannot identify that reason. Nope. Like why would it ever need to be that and that only? Right. Like, like, like if the Ninja Turtles were frogs, maybe you could have an argument. <laughs> but, sure. That's a good cut. Uh, yeah. It's like if, if it, if it's a big part of the character, but it's not, she's a, in the, in the uh, old live action movies and the eighties cartoon, she's just a, reporter she's like the least important part of the story who cares what she looks like (laughs) pretty much um and i think in the original comic she was baxter stockman's like lab assistant she wasn't a reporter at all uh and but at that point her race doesn't matter then either like it it doesn't do anything for the character so adding a little bit of variety doesn't mean anything making it do they know that do they know that clark kent isn't played by a kryptonian look i know you're you're trying to besmirch Henry Cavill right now, but <laughs> I'm going to need you to just, just calm down and focus. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt focus. you. Apologies. <laughs> no, it, it it's a, it's a bit annoying. Um, it's, it's dumb to get upset about. It's also dumb to think that there's like an agenda behind it. Like, um, like a lot of that, a lot of the stuff I've read and a lot of the reviews that, that mentioned that type of thing are, Oh, this is the, the, I don't know liberal agenda look what they're doing for no reason changing this character and uh look man the old april o'neill still exists if you want to go ogle a cartoon character go for it like <laughs> no one's stopping you you could just type in the internet you can go to bing and don't even use in private or incognito just go 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 raw on mm. bing just type in april o'neill and mm, search the pictures until you see. find the ones you want <laughs> Print them out. Print them out. Hang them on your wall. 
If you can, if you can't figure out how to work your printer, that's okay. I'm sure your Gen Z neighbor can help you out. <laughs> you got it. You got it. All right. Then, um, we're not going to deep, deep dive these uh, one star reviews, um, but mostly because they're boring and uh, they're just they're always the same. Well, they're actually, always the uh, same okay, thing. Let's, let's let's walk. Let's look at this one. This is uh, I'm going to um, just scroll a little bit so we can't see the uh, the username. Uh, let's see. This is on IMDb. Let me pop this up on the screen. Here we go. <laughs> the first, so this this is this is fitting all on one. There we go. This is fitting basically top to bottom uh, on my uh, on my screen here. Um, it doesn't actually talk about the movie for the first like third of it here. Uh, it talks about how they didn't like the movie theater. <laughs> Movies have previews, maybe twenty five minutes. This movie started at two. We were there at one something. Got into the theater at 2.02. The movie had already started. So before we even sat down, we were off to a bad start. Then it, it is like 94 outside. The theater was so hot. The movie, if it started at two, then we missed two minutes. But it felt like we had missed an hour. Okay. Then he started talking about the movie a little bit. Why it was important for him to mention the uncomfortable, like how this impacted the movie, I have no idea. There were people then... There were people standing and talking nonstop, which tells me I'm not the only one that did not like it. No, it sounds like you had a bad movie-going experience, and then you went on. Oh, so you're talking about people in the theater were people standing. in the theater. Yeah, okay. yeah. That took me a moment well, maybe too. you should talk to these usher. Yeah, or the or just the yeah. the people who work at the movie theater. The music was not that good. I could not understand what many of the characters said. That I don't know who this person is, but it sounds like they need hearing aids. No. Um, Possibly need to get something checked out because they're if they're hearing muffled noises coming from people's voices. Uh, if people are uh, if people are standing up and talking in the theater, yell at them, shame them publicly, get them yeah. kicked out, or at least the very least, get your money back and go see it again. When the when one of the turtles says the name of a talk show lady named Wendy W, I started to think the movie was made for a different audience. I don't I don't even understand what that is. Do you do you get it? Uh, so Wendy Williams is. Ah. Um, she used, I, I think her show's over now, Okay, but she used to have a TV show, um, like a talk show or whatever. She's very controversial. Um, but I think the reason why they probably reference her is because, um, she's really big in New York. Yeah. Okay. Like, I think like, yeah, the Wendy Williams show, um, uh, I think it's filmed in NY. So, okay. So yeah. she's just a local broadcast live in front of a studio audience at Chelsea Studios in New York. Okay. City from Monday through Thursday. So yeah. she's famous, so but then she's more like she's also locally famous, perhaps in yeah. uh, in New York City. All right. Yeah. Um. Whatever. Whatever. Complains about the voice of April. Also, there was a scene in which a character gets sick. It went on way too long, and they misspelled the word too. <laughs> um. I I could have watched that Did scene they... for another few minutes. Oh, honestly. she throws up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thought it was hilarious. Well, she's like she's describing a she's describing a traumatic event. Yeah, everyone gasses up what happens to him. Oh yeah, like, oh yeah. You know, oh no, no, like no man. When she would, when when she got the remix uh, <laughs> on the YouTube with the uh, when they replaced her, her her puke with rainbows, I thought that was pretty good. Yeah. I don't know, that's like, pretty high quality. I, I went I went viral. I went viral. Um, uh, so I don't know. The, uh, this review is very interesting um, because. You left the movie after 40 minutes, which means you didn't see most of the movie. You didn't see the very beginning of the movie. Uh, the, the theater was uncomfortable, and you're blaming that on the movie. Uh, this is a bad review. This isn't yeah. just a one. I'm going to rate this review one out of 10 stars. <laughs> yeah. Like, what an, what, an, what an opening. So movies have previews. 
okay, sure. Like what you like? What are your like? What are your criticisms of the actual movie? Yeah. Like the the music was not good. Okay, what part of the music wasn't good? Did you not did you not enjoy the choices? Like was the was the was the issue the soundtrack was was made for a quote unquote different audience? <laughs> well, you're using look. I'm not going to judge this person. I don't know them, but it doesn't really. I don't really feel like they're a teenager. <laughs> no. Well, I, mean, I know they're not a teenager because their IMDb handle is a full name. Oh uh, yeah. So that, which is why it did not show it on recorded on screen, because yeah. uh, uh, I was like, oh, this guy's outing themselves as an idiot. Oh man. Um, have you read about um, or did you see any of the the, the one star reviewers out there um, talking about Splinter being gay? No. Apparently, that was a criticism of the movie prior to it coming out. Was that oh they made Splinter gay and is so he? people were upset? I don't think so. I'm pretty sure that he dates a woman at the end of the movie. So he's a he's a rat. Yeah, but he's also a rat. So who, who cares? Gives a shit if he's gay. He's a rat. What's the are you? <laughs> Leonardo has fallen in love with a human woman. <laughs> yeah, not for the first what, time. I'm sure. They, is that okay? Like, like, oh, you know, I, I don't, you know, this the rat. I don't want the rat to have sex with other male rats. But if Leonardo, a turtle, a mutant turtle, who even we don't even know if they have genitalia. I'm, I mean, if, turtles if he, do, but sure. No, but them. Oh, sure, they're mutants. <laughs> we, who we, knows, right? If, if if that turtle, that turtle, you know, in April, that's cool. <laughs> That's cool though. I'm cool with bestiality as long as it's straight that, bestiality. I don't, think it's, I don't think it's bestiality if they're sentient or sapient, but uh, but that's an argument for another podcast. <laughs> All right, so we may or may not keep this segment. We might need to spice it up a little bit. Maybe we'll oh find my, my favorite one star review for Batman after watching Batman versus TMNT after watching that. We'll see how far we can Should go. We, uh, so do you want? I do think you there's want a subset to of find a one star review. Oh yeah, we can. Swap and then out. I read my favorite one star review. Yeah, we can each have our favorite one star review. And it could be from okay. anywhere. Could be from anywhere. Um, uh, that one just struck out to me because the reviewer was obviously an idiot. Uh, and I, I do like that subsect of people that are, I feel like are getting more and more boisterous, more and more loud. That just like to hate things. They just like to hate things. Uh, I don't understand it, but whatever. Look, uh, if you have suggestions for things we should watch outside of Ninja Turtles Month, or if you just saw this movie and you liked it, you hated it, maybe you're a one-star reviewer and you want to argue your point, uh, you can email us, scififiseguys at gmail.com. You can also hit us up on all the social medias, well, most of the social medias, at scififiseguys. We're on the aforementioned Twitter, Instagram, um, threads. I think we're on threads. Uh, We're on threads. Did you sign up for Blue Sky yet? No, I did not sign up for Blue Sky. That's a uh, lot of responsibility. Uh, fair enough. If we're not on your preferred social media platform, <laughs> let us know, I guess, by going into a different social media platform and messaging, messaging us there. You can DM us or just add us, whatever. Uh, it works. Um, <laughs> we really appreciate the suggestions. We appreciate the feedback. Uh, and uh, if you are a one-star reviewer, uh, just be forewarned, we will make fun of you on air. Stay healthy. Stay hydrated. And... uh don't be a bully. Don't or be a bully. Destroy humanity. Don't destroy humanity. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Thanks, guys. Bye. The angle has landed. This review that I'm reading, which you probably saw it. 
I feel, I feel like it was either written by an AI or someone who just is lying to me. <laughs> it felt like the creator spent no time working on the film. Okay. Most of us were near were asleep 30 minutes into the film and oh, felt yeah. like the film was made for, for meant for 5-year-olds. And yeah, kind of. Yeah. And then they typed it again. Yeah, they like they they typed they it in. They copy and pasted it. They copied and yeah. pasted it, then accidentally copied and pasted it twice. Yeah. <laughs> At least they proofread it if they typed it in somewhere yeah. else, right? That's the idea. Fuck I'll give them off. I'll give that review 2 out of 10 stars. <laughs>